You can't see it stopping. Hang on, hang on, hang on. No, hang on. I can't no, see no, it no, stopping. No, no, no. As in, like, drill's gonna be popping for a long Bro, time. Bro, talk to me. Talk to me. I'm gonna, let, I'm gonna get all my shit off and then he can go. I feel like let him, let him stew. Right let him way, stew. Camera? Let him stew. Where's the camera? Let this is stew. a handicap match. Drinks. <laughs> no, it's not a handicap match. Drinks. <laughs> Chat to your boy. Audience, for reference, J- Drake's our cameraman is behind the. Big up Drake's man. Big up. Salute to my brother. Big up Drake. Now listen. Let Peter stew. Talk to me. What I'm saying is. I can't see the end of Drill, unfortunately. So say if Drill dominates the charts. Let's just say if Drill dominates the charts. Is it dominating the charts, Yemi? He's getting angry. What's going on, world? Welcome to episode 68 of the Rhymes Like Dimes podcast. With your boys, Peter. Yo. Mohammed. Yo. Myself, Yummy. Another day, another pod, lads. How we doing today? Blessed, black, and highly favoured. Sure. God is good all the time. All, all the, the time, time God, God is, is good. good. There we go, there we go. Good, I'm glad, I'm glad. That's a great way to start the podcast, man. Hey, man. Obviously. Um, I'm glad you guys are okay. Mm. Um, thank you guys for listening. Uh, thank you guys for watching as well. Shout out the SoundCloud crew, the Spotify crew, the Apple Podcast crew, the Amazon Music crew, and whoever else is out there listening on whatever avenue. Appreciate your listenership. Um, yeah, well, we're just going to get straight to it. Boys, what have we listening to this week? We'll start with Mo. Um, do you know what's crazy? I've been rinsing uh, Cold J Redicore's album ridiculously. I don't know we're going to talk about it, so I don't want to harp on it too much. But I've listened to his album more than I thought I was going to. Mm. And that's actually been heavy rotation this week. Heavy, heavy rotation. And I've been listening to him at Dipset as well, actually. Hmm. Got back, balance of life. Yeah, I mean, it's it's timely considering it's the 19 year anniversary of I didn't even know. That's why I, I, well, diplomatic community. That's why when you mentioned that, I was so surprised because I was listening to Dipset recently. And then, I, funny enough, I went to go watch them and Locks again. Oh, they got Molly Watts. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Oh, no, it was bad. That was like, a massacre. It, it was a, you watched the massacre. It was a massacre. Mm. The man is in the palace time too. I mean, but, one of us one of us had Dipset winning. So, you know what I mean? And looked down on me when, you know what? Let me yeah, know it's mad. Time. But right. yeah, nah, so I was this yeah. That's what I've been listening to. Cody Radical's album. Oh, I've rinsed the hell out of that. And Dipset. And I watched Dipset get battered. Feel you. P? Um, I've been listening to Benny, Tana Talk 4. Dope, dope, dope project. Um, I've been listening to Conway's God Doesn't Make Mistakes. Again, really, really good project. I think Tana Talk is better. Probably right. I won't argue that. Um, I've been listening to Lucky Day's new album, Candy Drip. Oof. Yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah, you man needs to listen to that. Oh, it's like you, Mo. You need, you need some love. At, you need some love in your life. Don't look at me and tell me what I need to listen to. That's what you need to listen to. Yeah, can you put in a group? Right, cool. Put in a group. You I actually listen? Put, well, put in a group. I got you. I promise right, cool. you. So lucky days as good as everyone says. A fire. Oh, put in a group. Put in a group. Fire. Fire. Yeah, yeah, I was really impressed with that, man. I had no expectations going into it, and I was blown away. I was really blown away, man. Um, so I'm really happy with that. And um, Robert Glasper, he dropped um, Black Radio Free, mm. and I really enjoyed that as well. So, yeah, that's it, really. Yeah, that's on my list. I need to check that one out. Yeah. Um, as far as me, um, the only rap I've been listening to is Tanner Talk 4 as well. Um, really, really dope. Um, yeah, man. Benny just going from strength to strength, so salute to him for that. Um, been listening to a lot of Hack Baker as well recently, because I've been doing his, uh, I'm writing his bio. So I've been listening to a lot of his music, especially his last EP, Misled. It's like, he calls it G-Folk, but it's essentially like folk music by a black geezer from East London. Uh, very niche, but also like very, very dope. He talks on a lot of like what the streets used to talk about as far as like working class struggles and stuff um, and that kind of relatability. So yeah, very dope. Salute to him. 
And I've also been listening to an EP by Ego or Ego LMA, um, Field Notes 2. Ego. Ego. I corrected myself. Um, yeah, Field Notes 2. Very, very good EP. Um, very, uh, very dope. She's a dope singer. Um, she's got some good people behind her on the production front as well. So salute to everybody involved with that one as well. So yeah, man, that's what I've been listening to. She's been around for a time as well. She has, yeah, she, she has. Gone, she I only gone. really caught on in the last like year or so. Yeah. But yeah, quietly, she's been making very, very good music. So, you know, want nothing but the best for her. And randomly see. saw her in, um, where was it? Oval? Oh, sorry. Fuck, I'm like, yeah, randomly. I don't know why, but yeah. I was like, oh shit. Hi. Oh, you said hi? Said hi. No. In my head, I was like, oh shit, hi. Why would you say, you know <laughs> Have you ever seen a rapper or a artist live and said hi in the flesh? Uh, Miss um, Spudded Tinchy Strider. Okay. Oh yeah, you did, didn't you? Yeah. At the um. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that was it, though. Fair enough. Feel you. I'm stush though, isn't it? So might give a little head nod, but that's <laughs> you know what I mean. Like, what's good? I try to listen to Diggy D as well. Actually, forgot to mention that. What? Uh, what tune? Uh, I don't even got a clue. I'll be honest with you. His new but tune, Life of Real G, is really good. I was listening to him for a bit because I want to expand my horizons after that podcast. Mm. Again? Yeah, just because I was like, maybe I judged them too harsh. Part two of most expanding his yeah. horizons. So I'm going to keep doing this until I find the one. You're probably not going to find the one with this new crop. I can't even lie to you. Hey, man. Then... What, what did you think of the tune? It wasn't good. Is it Life of Real? I don't, well, I generally don't remember what it was. Is it That's the why one I didn't that... mention it. That's why I didn't mention it, but I remember just now, like, I was listening to it quite a few times, but. Is it the one that sounds mad like 2010? Yeah. Yeah, the, the DVS one. The, yeah, yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Stuff, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The you didn't like that one? Nah. Man. But there was one song I liked, so I'm going to carry on with him and see if we get there. That's a banger, man. You liked it? Yeah, man. I apologize. I think it was mainly for the beat, but he's... And the good thing I like about that with, with Digger is he's showing that he can expand himself outside of drill. So he's related to DVS? No, he's not related. He just took the beat, you know? I don't know where I saw someone that there's a relation to. I think it was... Because I saw him on Insta originally and then I found out. No, I think he just took the beat. Anyway, but, salute to Digger D. Salute to Digger D, man. But anyway... I didn't say anything. No, no, listen. No, 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 because I thought you, you, I thought you, no, you, I thought you were going to say something. No, that's oh, true. Because I forget, I think, I, sometimes forget, I, I think he forgets he's on camera because I looked at him and he was just looking at me like this. And I, I know say, he was going to make a comment. I, say he was. I thought he was going to say I something. I wasn't going to say nothing, man. You, man, you know. I thought, I thought you were going to say something. I thought you were going to say something. I was waiting for you, I'll be honest with you. You looked at us with a disgust of, oh, these men are listening. The podcast is going to realize that we're UK rappers. Nah, not at all, man. All right, cool. Well, you're on camera now, so people can see you. That's fine. I'm so glad they can. <laughs> I'm so glad they can him and his old self, bro. I feel you, man. All right. We're going to move on to the first topic of today. And we're going to be reviewing an album called Reason to Smile by the one and only Koji Radical. His debut album and his first project since 2019's Cashmere Tears. It is the culmination of a, what, seven-year journey for Koji. He dropped his first EP in 2014. That was Dear Daisy Opium. And in 2016, he dropped 23 Winters. 2017, he dropped In God's Body. 2019, Cashmere Tears. And it's now led to Reason to Smile, his debut album. Um, it's got features from the likes of Khalees, Tiana Major 9, Nux, Retch Free 2, Shaka, Lexa Moore, Masego, Shea Universe, Cash, Ego LMA, and Rex Life Raj. And production, and this is a long list, but they deserve it, <laughs> by the likes of Swindle, Cadenza, KZ, Blue Lab Beats, 169, The Fanatics, Remedy, Venner, J Prince, Cameron Palmer, Rick and Thaddeus, Emil Alabi, Adrian Francis, Jay Weathers, Ayodele, Ayodere, mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Owen Cuts and Ed Thomas. Now, boys, Koji's first album, mm. he's been hyping it and hyping it and hyping it. He even announced the release date way back in like November of last year for a March 2022 drop. But it's here. We're here. What do we think? I'm going to start with Peter because I think he was the most excited. So why are you going to start yeah. with me for, man? Because you were talking about it last episode and I thought, who better to start this off man, than Peter? I actually wanted to start with Mo, but... Um, you got this. Um, Really good album, man. Really, really good album. And I was so happy to hear. When I, when I, when I gave it a once over, I was so happy. I was like, yes. Do you know what I mean? This is kind of what I've been waiting for. I think... Um, I started listening to him when he drops 23 Winners. That was like my first, that was my first Koji project. And um, I feel like at that time, that was when he was really in his spoken word bag, innit? Um, and then In God's Body dropped and it was similar sort of vein, but like maybe a step up. And then he dropped um, Cashmere Tears. And um, that song, I was blown away, bruv. I was absolutely blown away. I loved the video. I just love the vibe. I was like, yeah, this, this brother's funky. And then the whole project was just dope as well. So I was always thinking that, oh, where's he going to go from here? And it feels like this album is natural progression and a continuation of what he was doing on that project as well. Particularly on that song, Cashmere Tears. I think that was the first song I'd heard from him where I felt like, yeah, this guy's a musical guy. And he, I mean, he's got a lot of promise and there's a lot of potential there. And He's definitely got a lot to grow into and he's going to grow into. So when I first listened to this album, I was like, yeah, man, I think he's figured it out. I think he's figured it out. And I think we had an episode early on where we spoke about him being pigeonholed in that spoken word type flow. Um, but Cashmere Tears and then A Reason to Smile shows that any artist that starts on there doesn't have to be restricted to that. And there's a lot of like growth that can be taken from that. Um, so seeing like where he started to where he's at now musically is just fantastic to see, man. And use seeing how like he's used oh how he uses his voice as an instrument as dope as well, because I think his flow's changed as well quite a bit. Um it's a lot more rhythmic. And when he was doing more of the spoken word stuff, it was always lyrical. But it becoming more rhythmic, I think he's found a way to like balance the lyrical side of things with I guess the flow being more sharper for me. Um, and he displays that all over the album for me, man. I think there's also something about him because he just, he had a child as well. I think between Cashmere Tears and this project as well. And I think the music that he's made on this is a re probably a reflection on that, man, because he's dealing, I think he's always had like um, good content. He's always a good content, but you can really hear the growth for me anyway on this project with like different subject matters and the fact that, you know, he's got his mum on there as well, which shows a bit more of a personable side. Um, it kind of made me feel like I'm being pulled in a bit more to who Koji is. It's like he's peeling back layers. Um, and yeah, I just really enjoy the music, man. It's just dope. There's not, I don't think there's a song on there that I don't like. He's got no duds on there for me. Um, and just genuinely, I'm just very, very proud of this album. It came from a UK artist as well. Do you know what I mean, because we've spoken about like, you know, our scene and, you know, album making abilities from particular artists and, you know, classics and how many we've got and how many good projects we've actually got. I think this one's going to go down as a very good album for a very long time. man. So I'm just very proud of him. 
I hear that, man. I feel like, and I've been saying this for a while, when he decided to start rapping on beat, he unlocked another level because you can hear and you can feel the lyricism, you can feel the content, you can feel the subject matter just a little bit more. And as the music around him has kind of grown and blossomed in that sense as well, it's just made for a perfect marriage in that sense. So, yeah, I mean, I can go forth next. I mean, yeah, I think this is it's a great album. Um, I'm not going to say it's the album of the year. <laughs> I am. Sorry. But it's got that... Oh, spoilers. Sorry. Sorry. Um, but it's got that album of the year feel. I feel like once you press play on the title track and the way it opens up with the big drums and the big beat... Just Tiana Major 9. Tiana um, Major 9. Tiana Major line is a cheat code, first of all. Um, <laughs> it's just like, once you have her on the hook, like you, you're, it's always going to be a good track. But it has that kind of like regal opening, like just majestic quality to it that lets you know that you're in for an amazing ride. And from start to finish, this guy done did it. Like, I wasn't too sure. He done like, did it, innit? Yeah, he done did it. He done did it. I wasn't too sure really what was going to happen with this album. I feel like with Cashmere Tears, I feel like, yeah, he'd reached his groove. And I was always wondering how he was going to top it. But the thing is, he topped it, but I don't really think he had to do a whole lot to top it. I just feel like, it was just, a, like you said, it was like a natural progression to something higher. And I feel like he just reached that like with a plum, and it's bursting with like all kinds of color, variety. Again, as I said, the regalness with it, it feels like a king is, a king is being crowned. It sounds like an ascension of, of, of sorts, especially like the first like four tunes. Um, it's a really dope album, man. Um, lyrically, he's just on another level. I feel like his pen is getting sharper. Um, the guest went hard. Um, it just, it's just a good album, man. It just feels like a culmination. A culmination of him just kind of doing his thing without compromising his principles. Like, obviously he came up on the kind of poetry stuff and he's always kind of retained that in a sense. He's still that guy, but he's managed to peel more layers of what he wants to do with his art as the years have gone by. So for me, it's just, a great album, man. I feel like, again, the title trap sounds triumphant as hell. And Tiana on the Hook is always a winner. Together, funky Get as hell. Get your shit together. That's my shit. Funky as hell. Lowrider music in South Central with the roof down. That sort of stuff. Um, nappy. He had one bar when he was like, I remember when nobody called me. Now they call me important. It's that kind of flexing mm. along with the kind of, you know, kind of pro-black, revolutionary, you know, kind of more conscious, but also introspective subject matter and bars that he's kind of delivering. He's very much a full package. I guess one of the knocks on Koji early in his career is maybe he kind of honed in too much on the kind of revolutionary stuff and he was always going to lose a few listeners because of that. But he's kind of opened up what he writes about and what he raps about to where it's a lot more relatable. So I very much appreciate that now. And I feel like this album's a combination of that. I was going to say the same thing, man. He's found a perfect marriage of not dumbing down, but giving enough jewels with the consciousness of his bars and the production. And a lot of rappers that consider themselves conscious, and maybe, or maybe he doesn't even consider himself that, but a lot of people that come from that ilk, that's what they struggle with. They struggle to marry the content with, with the production, but he's found that perfect marriage. Well, I mean, to borrow one of your favorite words, he's a jiggy brother. <laughs> like he's not like these conscious guys that are kind of just stuffy and stiff and all that. Yeah. He is a jiggy guy. Like yeah. he 
you know, he likes to party, he likes to go out, he likes to do all of this stuff. He has his vices sort of thing. He's not just this, oh, I'm a revolutionary and I'm only going to do this, I'm only going to do that. You know what I'm saying? He's not going to... He's, he's a black that. brother that grew up in multicultural London. Precisely. I can't lie. Like he grew up around the corner. He grew up in Hoxton. So he's been seen and lived. You know what I'm saying? Obviously, like you said, he's got a ute now as well. So he's seen a lot and it's only right that he reflects that in the subject matter. So... Yeah, man, I very much appreciate that. Like, Silk might be my favourite tune. Might be. Um, Koji and Masego are floating all over that. Born, the dancehall vibes. Wow. Cash, solid with the assist. Um, Pusher Man, the beat switch, wavy. Beat switch was wavy. Bam. Payback. Payback's my favourite tune. That's my favourite tune. Bro, yeah. look what I've got here. Payback's my favourite That's my favourite song. I've got, that's my favourite song. Favourite tune as well? Yeah, that one. Yeah, I, gangsters. On, on, that, on that tune, though, it felt like him and Nuts were going at it. But they were, I'm telling you. I know when he heard Nuts' verse, he was like, nah, I'm not letting this guy get me, man. And Nuts, no way, you know what, no Nuts, Nuts and Wretch are like the smoothest MCs from London for me. But the way Koji came in, yeah, oh, it was nice, man. It, it was, was nice, bro. It was, because he knew. He knew he had yeah, to play. Yeah, yeah. He knew he had to play, because Nux was just so smooth with it. Talking money language, can't tell the accent. Something, something, something. My pen looked like a Mac. To what? <laughs> that's my favorite song on the album. I genuinely wrote it as well in my notes. Yeah. But that's my favorite song on the album. For sure, that's... man. And even Gangsta. Gangsta's, Gangsta's up there. I got them two on my top two. Very sweet. Very sweet tribute to his mum. Smooth, man. Some of the wordplay on there as Bruv. well. Like, you know, I think he, was, he said something to the effect of I was looking outward and forgetting that there was rice at home mm. sort of thing. So, yeah, man, I think his way of just kind of packaging stuff and kind of regurgitating what we've heard before, but in different ways. Mm. That's what I appreciate the most about him, man. And I think this is, it's got so much replay value as well. Bro, you got everything. So much replay value. I've got that here as well. I literally got replay <laughs> value. Go to, man. What did Let you think speak. of it? Thank you, you very think? much. Because you're taking all my points. Sorry, now, this was my introduction to him. So I'm not like you guys. I didn't have prior knowledge of, I've never never listened. Not even Cashmere Tears? Nah. Damn. And I mean, that's what's, that's, that doesn't surprise me. I thought you knew me. that though. I thought, you know, I I thought this, maybe you might have heard this. Now, this is to Koji back in the day. This, does, had, this doesn't surprise me. Don't do that, please. Don't do that. Don't do that. We move. So, this was the first time I sat on him. So, I thought, all right, cool. No expectations. And sometimes I love that. When I've never listened to anything, so you ain't got nothing prior. You ain't got no, I expect this, I expect that. So, I'll call. First song, I was like, okay, cool. This is a bit of a problem. <laughs> by the time, and I promise this is literally how it goes. By the time we got to payback, I was like, okay, this isn't by accident now, because this is like four or five in a row. And I got, hold on, let me just look. So yeah, so by the time we got to payback, I was like, a lot's going on. Because I heard war outside. War outside stupid as well, by the way. But I heard that previously on FIFA and I didn't even know. I didn't put two and two together. Yeah. Like I didn't know that was him. So I was like, all right, cool. Then I got to, then I heard Gangsta. There was a lot going on that album. Mm. Like he sat me down and just painted a picture in every, every single song painted a picture. Mm. Whether it's the same one or a continuation of the previous one, or if it was a new picture, he had me transfixed. And I, albums don't do that to me. I'll be honest with you. When I listen to albums more time, I will just be listening and I'm moving or I'm not really concentrating. This one, I sat down and it genuinely painted a picture in every story. Mm. It was stupid. Like I can't, UK, UK people don't make albums like this and it's so hard to explain how I mean. Like the production, with the beat flows, with the, with, with the rhymes, with everything. I don't remember the last time I sat on a UK album that gave me this feel, like sincerely. Like this is a whole, I can't compare this to anything of recent I mean, previous. We bigged up Sims' album last year so much. I think... This album is as well put together as that one. This to me has, you said it, it's got no skippables. I would agree with that. And even interesting enough, I think the video for Payback, it feels like a, I don't know, a companion piece for Little Sims' Woman. Oh, for I real? I think about the visuals and I guess just the upliftment of the music. I don't know. When I, when I watch them both, that's, that's what I got from that. But nice. Now this album's a lot. 
this happens a lot. What stood out for me is the flow changes. Mm. The way he switches off his flow is dirty to me. Mm-hmm. And in the way he mixes the bars with it, because it's hard to get the two. Yeah. And the way he mixes the bar and the intricate bars, the trip on Tondras. Now, nah, Koji's a problem. He's found his groove, man. I didn't. He's this really is his found music. His like, it sounds so simple, but this whole album was just music. Like, it was, I don't need to overcomplicate it. It was just good music. Yeah. And took, to me, he took his time with it. Yeah. yeah. It's album of the year to me already. Like, so far, that I've, I haven't heard a better album. UK or UK. generally? Even generally, I'm trying to think who really dropped this. Yeah, I think for me so far. Generally, yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to think, has anyone, I don't think anyone's dropped. And do you know what it is to have, how many songs are there, like 12? No. No, like 15? 15. Give me the last time someone dropped a 15 track album with no skippables. Well, I mean. I could tell you what we called them, but I don't want to do it. Sorry. (laughs) Sorry. Yeah, we got to be careful. What do we call them? No, no, I could tell you what we call an album that's 15 songs with not one skippable. Not to be fair. Because of C. Oh, do I go there or don't I? <laughs> In fairness, I got a couple skippables just to be just to be. Oh, for real? Be, I, be, I, I don't, you know. I'm trying to look here. I think so. Yeah, if if you could say that this album had an Achilles heel, what would it be? The sequence between Beautiful and Solo. I don't really care for that. Okay, Beautiful. I didn't really care for it. You didn't like, well, beautiful. You like beautiful. I didn't like beautiful. Yeah, but he don't like, he don't like rich. No, what? He don't like it's rich. That. He don't like not, rich. I just didn't like You might hate on rich, not you, him. Bro, that's for me one of the best songs in the album, bro. Nah. It's rich. It, it, I think, do you know why I think <laughs> Yem don't like it though? It's not, because it's, I know, I think it's touching on a bit more of a sensitive side of Koji and just sensitivity. I love that song. Yem's not a sensitive brother. I don't think it's got anything yeah, to do with that. Right. I just, why can I just not appreciate? Why can I just not like the music? Yeah, you I, can not like it, but there might be a reason for not liking it. And I think it's that. He that. says that. I, think I, just that. I, think I, just, I just don't think it was the strongest tune. I think that's, that's the rich. album. That's I probably one of my favorite songs on the album. And that's what I'm going to go with. I, not to me. That's what I'm going to go with. I thought, Shaka, I thought Shaka absolutely killed the hook. I love Wretch's verse. He starts the verse. Yeah, I love He starts the song as well. He starts a quick For me, it didn't really hit anywhere. Didn't really hit for me either. Solo, I appreciated the subject matter. And again, like with these tunes, I appreciate the subject matter, but for me, it just didn't hit. Okay. And that's it. Um, but other than that, 12 out of 15 ain't bad. You know? that's, that's, that's that's very high. good. Yeah, hey, that's man. still very good. Man. That's very, very good. That's, that's better than a lot of basketballs. What did you think the Achilles Hill was, if there, if any? Um, I don't want to pick something just for the sake of it. I don't really have one. Fair enough. You don't have one, maybe, don't force it. Don't force yeah, it. Yeah, I, like, I mean, don't you do don't that. need to. Yeah, don't yeah, do yeah I, I don't yeah. really have one. I loved everything he gave me on this album, from the features to the production to his lyrics. I loved it all. I can't fault this album at all, man. It gave me, for, for someone like me, man, it was just a perfect marriage of everything, man. Stuff that's thought-provoking, stuff that's just flying jiggy. The jiggy shit was you know amazing. You know what I mean? The, sens- the sensitive tracks. Shit, I like. Gave me sensitivity, gave me upliftment. You know what I mean? He, he, he tied it in with, like, you know, family values as well. I can't fault this guy, man. Yeah, man. And I think the best albums are always the ones that have so much variety, not yeah. just in terms of the music, but yeah. also in terms of the subject matter. Um, I mean, that's not to say that all albums that are good are varied. Yeah. Shout out Pushy T. But- <laughs> But you don't, I don't are. think you always need variation, man. No, you don't. Nah, if you know what you're Definitely. good at, sometimes you don't need to push the- mm. You don't need to. But if you're that way inclined, generally, which Koji is, it's always going to spill out into the music anyway. Mm these different sides of his personality, these different sides of his character. And that makes that album that much richer for me yeah. because he's not just um, catering to one aspect of his character. He's catering to all of it. And you kind of never have time to breathe, but in a good way, yeah. in a sense, because he's giving you all so many different facets of himself and really laying himself bare as well. Um, 
I think his mum being on was a really sweet touch as well. Um, again, the features did their thing. The production, the producers all did their thing. Um, it's a great album, man. He's a true artist. And I think yeah, just yeah. similar to what you said, he touched on so many different chambers of his persona. And I think because of that, he's going to have a very long career, man. And it's going to be, I don't think he can be pigeonholed because he can literally do anything as far as the type of songs that he makes. He can literally do any sort of bag. If he eventually ends up doing like a, a really pop tune, I wouldn't be that surprised. I'm, I may not like it, but I don't think I'd be that surprised because I feel like it's in his character. I don't think he'd be selling his soul if he did that. But it would also be strategic because there's not a climate now where anyone's just going to drop on any tune mm. just because it's poppy and just because it's going to sell. Yeah. Whatever he's going to do is going to make sense. Yeah. If he's doing a tune with a Tiana Major 9, for instance, who's growing in stature, yeah. that's going to make a lot more sense than if he was to do a tune with Joel Corey or some shit like yeah. that. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So... And that's the thing I love about Koji as well. Everything is strategic. Everything is planned out. Everything is methodical. You know what I mean? He's not just doing stuff for the sake of it. Yeah. And he never has, which kind of goes back to the idea of him never compromising. Yeah. He's doing things, following his own train, yeah. following his own schedule, not in a taking the piss way like Jay Electronica. He's actually doing it in a way. <laughs> Sorry. I know, but he deserves it. But doing it in a way that's actually like feasible and like real. What was the wait between this project and his last project? What do you mean? When was his last project out? Couple of years, twenty nineteen. Ah, fair enough. Yeah, he's been dropping three years. Yeah, every every two years, pretty no. much. I can't lie, grinding with fresh ears was the best feeling in the world. I I, I Cashmere Tears is my favorite Koji song. I still don't. I can't even say that. I didn't think he could make better music than he did with that one song because that song was just perfect to me. Okay, absolutely perfect. But on this album, man. And that song is very dear to me, but he's given me moments on this album that- It's music, man. It can rival it, man. Nah, for, for what it means to me, it can rival it. Oh, for sure. Oh, for sure. The songs like FUBU, I absolutely love FUBU, bro. I love the slum sample. Like, that was the first thing I clocked. I love that. I love that. For someone like us, as we get older, yeah, a, lot, a, lot, a lot of the music that we grew up Thanks. on and that we loved are going to start being sampled. Thanks. And we're eventually going to become the old heads. Oh shit. He sampled something. I mean, something, one, of something. Us, one of us already is. Relax. Um, we're gonna find out later. So I think he, so. Him doing that was one of the first instances of like, oh, like, oh shit. You know what I mean? So I just really appreciated that, man. But that's. What did you guys think of the uh, Khalees contribution? I love the fact that I he pulled it. out Khalees out of nowhere. What's the random? Innit? Who? I. Not everyone could get a Khalees feature. It's random though. <laughs> like bare random. Hella random. Khalees. Hella random. Don't you even find her? <laughs> that way. So the hook. The hook was a bit redundant for me, but I enjoyed the vibe though. Yeah. I wasn't mad at it. Yeah. But it was just like, where do you even find it from? I just, I just salute him. That's yeah, what, I just salute him for getting a feature. It's a flex. It's a flex. Yeah, I salute him. It's really? like, yo, fuck it. <laughs> fuck it. Why not? Yeah, 100%. Nah, this yeah. album's dope, man. Like, I can't put it to words how much yeah. I enjoyed this album. So what were both your favorite five songs? Five? Yeah. Top. So I've got Payback. I said Payback already. I've said Gangstar. Mm -hmm. I'll go with Get Your Shit Together as well, because that shit's jiggy. I can't like. Okay. Um, and I'll go with Fubu. Okay. I've got Reason to Smile, Together, Silk, Born, and Payback. Okay. I've got Silk, Payback, Fubu, Beautiful, and Born. Yeah. I really appreciate what Cash did on that hook, man. I was happy to see him as well. Yeah. I was happy to see him in the song as just, well. Just hearing his yeah, voice and that. yeah, it was nice. It he brought a nice thing. flavor to that song. The switch up as well from like yeah. the way they went into rapping as well. To, to rapping yeah. as well. Yeah. Like, yeah, man, Cash, Cash has clearly come back. Yeah. I'm glad he is as well, man. Salute to Cash, that's like. 100%, yeah. man. So where does Koji go from here, guys? Upwards, man. 
Or to me, I think he's gonna. I think he's gonna. He's just gonna grow and get better. Um, he gave me what I was hoping for from Kashmir Tears to this. So oh, I can't, I'm not gonna doubt the man. I think he's only gonna get better. To be honest, if he sticks with the producers that he's got, yeah, man. I think him and Swindle was a fantastic marriage. Um, I like him and Blue Lab Beats too. I, I didn't know I needed that. Do you know what? Yeah, because I know that um, Koji's been on there. I can't remember what project it was, but yeah. Yeah, I, remember, yeah. I remember the tune now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, I've always liked them together. So, yeah, I just like him with this batch of producers. I think an honorable mention needs to go to KZ as well. Because mm. KZ pretty much did a lot of the tracks on the album and executed it fantastically. So, yeah. shout out to KZ as well. Um, this is going to sound like a stretch. But do you know what this album reminds me of? Mm. To Pimp a Butterfly a little bit. Explain. And I know it's a stretch. Mm. But you know how To Pimp's got a couple of jiggy songs? Mm-hmm. Like a lot of upbeat songs, but he's rapping, rapping. Mm. It kind of reminded me of the two a little bit. Okay. Like I remember when I was listening, I was like, this kind of reminds me of To Pimp. Mm. Hmm. Okay. Hey, let me throw it out. So, what, the UK's answer to To Pimp? Hey, is, that, is that what you're saying? I want to say all of that. Yeah. Just, I want to say all of that. that I would, say all that, of that. That, would, that would be a shame. Yeah, I want to say all of that. I want to ask a question. Nah, it just reminds remind me of something yeah. and not be equivalent. It could just, it just okay. back in my mind. I think, we have, I think we have yet to see that. Like when yeah. I heard Get Your Shit Together, I heard, I got a bone to pick. So, King Kunta. Yeah. Like King Kunta and get your shit together kind of came into mind at the same time. I hear that. Yeah, I agree with you. I think the only way is up for Koji. And like I said before, I feel like because he's so methodical and he's strategic, he knows what's in his portion and what's up next. And it's going to be done his way. It's, he's not going to be swept up by, you know, the fame or all the recognition that he's getting now and all, that, and all the success. He's going to take that in his stride and he's going to build and it's going to become greater. Yeah. So he's building a legacy and, you know, I'm all the way here for it. Salute him, man. I'm he's an fan. album artist, man, and I still appreciate that, man. And I'm, I hope him and Nux do more music together as well. I really like, I love that. I think they can push each other. They did on that song, boy. You know they did, didn't it? He definitely rewrote it, yeah. And that, I think well, that song just confirmed that back. they're probably two of my favorite MCs like today. Currently. Yeah. You know, sure. you, you know, you heard that Nux verse. I was like, all right, cool. Give me two secs. Um, no, yeah, Nux, he went in, man. Nux went in on that, man. No, he fully did. He fully did. Yeah. Salute to the both of them, man. That's Salute to all of them, man. And, you know, Big Koji. Koji, man. Big, Big up, Koji, man. You got Big a fan in Koji. me. Fan in you. Lie, you, got you, a fan. you listened at a uh, perfect time as well. Yeah, highlight caught me. You probably would have tuned out with the, all the poetry stuff. Me? Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't sleep. You should go back to Cashmere Tears, though. That one song? That, that album. All right, cool. Go. Fire. Now I got you, dude. There's no reason not to. Like, I like I genuinely enjoy this album. Yeah, that's so Cashmere Tears, the song, yeah. and ours. But this album could be slipping. I'm going to go back to his music because this album could be slipping. I had no expectations. Zero. I was getting ready to flame him. Really? Yeah, for no reason. And you call me a hater? I was getting ready to flame him. Yeah, me, look at me. You were looking forward to it. Oh my God, I was getting ready to flame him. I knew you were looking forward to it. I was even trying, you know when you get your shit to get, get your, I was trying to, you know when you're firming it, like, no, I'm not doing this. Why? And you're like, okay. I don't know, I'm a hater by birth. Yeah, you No, salute him, honestly, man. Great, great, great album. My album of the year so far, UK and US. Yeah. I hear that, bro. Salute to Koji, man. Ooh, Salute to him. Cool. We're now going to move on to the next topic. Okay. <laughs> yes, and this is a conversation that <laughs> us three have been having. <laughs> oh, talk about it. This is a conversation that us three have been having off the pod for the best part of, I want to say, maybe two, three years. I could say that. But now the time has come for us to discuss it on the pod. You man really have me talking about this guy. Bro. And we're going to start talk. We're going to talk about the one and only, Chicago's very own. The legend, the icon, some might call him a pioneer. Chief Keith. <laughs> the architect of such hits as I Don't Like, 
There we go. Love salsa. There you go. Phone them. Oh. And I don't know much else. Is that all we're stopping at? Don't <laughs> I don't know any. Don't do that, Tim. Don't do that, Tim. Don't do that, Tim. Go on. Don't do that, Tim. Go on then. Talk about hate being sober with whiskey and 50 Cent and Chief Keeps in it. Can't hold my liquor with Kanye West as well and Jesus. There you go. I salute to Chief. We're not doing that to him. Cool. So we had a conversation. I think it was last the last time we recorded. Yep. And in Drake's car. In Drake's car. And we were talking about whether Chief Keith is a legend. Now, obviously, Chief Keith is the pioneer of Chicago drill and the Chicago drill scene. Obviously, I don't like was kind of like the coronation of that sound. Um, and Mo has basically been arguing that that translates to him being a legend of no. rap and hip hop generally. Can we rephrase that? All right, go Can through. we rephrase that? Go through. I don't want to be assassinated. My character can't be assassinated. Go through that. What I said was, do we agree that he's a pioneer? He's a pioneer of and, drill music. And this is what I'm saying. And drill music is the biggest today. So can you be a pioneer and not be a legend? Or is it intertwined? Can, if you're a pioneer, does that automatically make you a legend? Because if that is the case, we have a legend in the name of Sir Chief, Sir Chief Keith also. Sir Chief Keith. Well, I mean, I think- And that's what the debate is. I generally feel like- Is that the debate argue, though? Or is it him being a legend? That's it, him being a legend. Because I acknowledge he's a pioneer. And in my opinion, a pioneer and a legend intertwined. You cannot, if you're a pioneer to what is arguably the biggest sound in hip hop today, whether we like it or not, because the disagreement is if, if you like drill or not. Because if we all love drill, we would have said he's a legend. I like drill though. This brother here I'm talking about. I'm just indirectly right now. <laughs> <laughs> I think my argument when we spoke about it before was, I'll give him the pioneer label. Then you have to give him legend label. Let me finish. Sorry, sir. I think to be a legend of hip hop, you need a little bit more than just pioneering a sound that's popular. I think you need a personal catalog that people refer to as godly or goat worthy. I feel like you need to have a certain level of impact as well, beyond just like a couple singles that pioneer the sound. Um, and generally I just feel like you need to stand the test of time a bit more. Um, Chief Keith has been around since 2012. I think he's still only what, 24? Five or yeah, something yeah, like that. Like that dumb something. young. Dumb young. So I'm not going to give him the legend label just yet at such a young age, just for him pioneering a sound. Especially when people who, well, actually no, let me not say that. I was going to say people who have taken that sound and done it better, namely that's, the UK drill. That's fair. But I don't think that knocks his pioneers. Pioneers because obviously he's the pioneer. He's the reason why drill music is popular. Um, but I don't think he's a legend just yet. I don't think he has the catalog. And to be honest, maybe I'm being biased because I haven't listened to any of his projects. I ain't listened to Finally Rich. I ain't listened to any of it. But if, yeah, sorry. Got you. <clears throat> I would, this is, by the way, I don't listen to Chief Keith. Let's not get it twisted. <laughs> I'm not at home listening to Chief. I'm 30 years old. Bro. I thought I'm you not, were. I'm, I'm 30 years old. I'm not listening to Chief Keith. Fair enough. My point being is, I agree with you. When you talk about legend, all of that comes into account. But I think in life, there are anomalies. And I think, unfortunately, he is one of them, whether we like it or not. When you create the biggest wave that we've had in hip hop the last three years and I can't see it stopping. I can't see an end to drill where, okay, what's the next wave? So say if it continues for another four or five years, you create a run that was dominating the charts for seven years or whatever and you create that. You can't see it stopping. Hang on, hang on, hang on. No, hang I can't on, see no, it no, stopping. No, no, no. As in like, drill's going to be popping for a Bro, long time. Bro, talk to me, talk to me. I'm going to I'm gonna get all my shit off and then he can go. I feel like let him, let him stew, right let away, him stew, camera, let him stew. Where's the camera? Let this him is stew. a handicap match. Drinks. <laughs> no, it's not a handicap match. Drinks. <laughs> Chat to your boy. Audience for reference, J Drake's, our cameraman is behind the Big camera. up Drake's, man. Big up Salute Drake. to my brother. Um, <laughs> Big up Drake. Now nah, listen, 
Let Peter stew. All right, cool. Talk to me. What I'm saying is, I can't see the end of Drill, unfortunately. So say if Drill dominates the charts. Let's just say if Drill dominates the charts. Is it dominating the charts, Yemi? He's getting angry. Um, UK charts. Is it dominating the charts? Yes, 100%. Is it the hottest thing in the charts? It, it, in the UK, in, yes. In the UK right now. Yes. So say if it continues being the hottest thing in the UK for the next five years. Mm-hmm. And then it continues being the hottest thing in America for the next five. Yeah? In America. Mm-hmm. We're going on what? Almost nine years now. Mm-hmm. And you've got one man that created all of that. Whether we like it or not, he's created a sound that dominated hip hop for almost a decade. Does that not make him a legend? Okay, I've got a few questions. So, one, where is Chief Keith in all of this? Because UK Drill, l- let me finish. Sorry. UK Drill is going swimmingly without him. <laughs> US Drill, which is essentially rebore UK Drill, yeah. is going swimmingly without him. Yeah. He is making records that Look, really and truly isn't really touching the mainstream consciousness. That's, that's a fact. That's a fact. Now, let me take it back. Let me take it back to uh, a, sir, a man from Atlanta called Little John. Yep. Little John pioneered crunk music. Crunk music was the music for about a year or two. You know what I mean? Get Low was like yeah, the biggest little... song around and all that yeah. stuff. He's definitely a pioneer. But would you call Little John a legend? No, because you said a year or two. No. You just said a year or two. I'm just saying if it's all I said what if But he pioneered a sound. Yeah, but what if it gets to almost a decade that but you're saying the pi- music is Yeah, but you're but you're saying no, a pioneer I'm, but I'm and legend not, is intertwined. No, but I'm saying it also counts into what your what you create. What you create also matters. If drill music continues being number one for almost a decade, I think that there is some level to where it's Bro, arguably Little John's impact or Little John's run is greater than Chief Keith's. That's a fact. I'm not Chief Keith did not have a run. My only, I'm only attributing him creating Can I ask real a question. Music. This is a musically no musically. <laughs> I am not talking about musically. I'm not talking about Chief Keef. I'm not a Chief Keef fan. This is all bar one or two songs. Mm-hmm. This is just me saying he is the headhunter of drill music, which is now number one for the last. Can well, I ask all right, let me let me atta- no, let me attack that real quick. The drill music that he came up on is not the same as the drill music that's out right now. We also drill know. music has evolved, right? So it's rap. evolved, it, yeah. But drill music, you're, you're talking about drill, right? Yeah. Drill music has evolved without him. Fact. Drill music is being dominated by what's going on in this country yeah. rather than the US, right? Sorry, US fans, but that's the facts. Hold it. You know what I'm saying? So his influence is waning in a sense because it's not the same essence of drill as it was when he came out. That's a fact, right? You say that pioneers and legends can be intertwined in their anomalies. By that logic, Little John is a legend too. No, because he's, anom- he's an anomaly. Uncle Luke, who pioneered no, Miami bass. We're not doing this. We're not doing this. Is a, leg- no, is, is, is a legend. Right now you're Which, to be fair, he is because of Two Life Crew and the whole legal thing that came went up with them anyway. Yeah. But if you even take that away, by that logic, for him pioneering Miami bass, he's a legend too. And that, this, nah, because no, can I talk now? Go true. Or do you want to say something finally? Oh. I, just, I forgot. Remember that I'm a part of this podcast too. So what, can I can I give my views and my point? No. So we were yeah, saying, so yeah? As I was saying. No, go through, go through. <laughs> All right, cool. Here so I looked up the word legend. Oh, oh. oh I knew he would do silent. Right? I, I looked up the word legend, right? It says a very old story or set of stories from ancient times or the stories not always true that people tell about a famous event or person, right? <laughs> I think we're looking at this word legend as such. <laughs> let's, let's deal with the actual like legitimacy of the actual definition of the word, right? All right, cool. Is Chief Keith a legend yet? No. And I don't, and to answer your question very like plainly, those being a pioneer, being a legend, are not intertwined at all. So can you be a pioneer and not be a legend? Absolutely. Yes. 
because he's not a legend. I'm not saying he might have pioneered, no, wait. He might, and he might have pioneered the thing, but he ain't a legend. I think that comes down to I'm not sorry, you just not, not you personally. I, I could tell the way he's become, the way he's attacking me. I'm not I'm, attacking. I'm going to tell you why this is. I'm he, not going to lie to you. I, he, think, I think I think the credit you try and give Chief Keith is absolutely appalling. No, because it's not even credit. No, it's, it's just appalling. a fact. It's no, not it's appalling, no, because you're saying credit. You are trying to talk? attribute the word legend to someone that doesn't even warrant it, bro. I'm not. No, no. And this, and, but this is, and this is also a problem with how you man use the words like classic as well. You man just be giving like any man the title of legend in that. I'm not nah, man. We ain't doing that, bro. Especially someone like you, why is bro. It, why is, why is like you, bro. Go to you like that. <laughs> I always catch a show. No, no reason. Pete, my point is, can I go back to what I was saying? Go on. Cool. I'm not saying musically he's good or anything like that. I'm saying I'm not attributing nothing else to him other than what he started. I haven't fabricated anything. He started drill music. If you're only he's the reason why Central Seat's here. He's the reason why Hedy's here. He's the reason why Dirk's there. He's the reason why Bond's there. Pop Smoke. He's the reason why... To a very No, it's small. not though. Very it's true, not. Very it's not. Nah, you it kind of is though. No, it kind of is bro, though. He started this. Yeah, but bro. Respectfully. Yeah, but bro. It's our like, drill came from Chicago drill originally. Yeah, but what happens when you get a bottle of Robinsons, you pour it in a cup and you pour water. It gets diluted. So what's happened to drill? It's been diluted. And I hear you, it's not the same. Chicago drill and UK drill are not the same. 1000%. But that's just how it goes. That's just rap. We don't rap like Cool G rap anymore. It's just the way <laughs> evolution lot, is no, evolution. No, some rappers do. That's a fact. But evolution is evolution. I'm moving diesel on them. A point being, I'm just saying he is the foundation of it. Regardless if it's been diluted or not. We wouldn't have 70% of the popping rappers right now if it weren't for him. I just think... Do you get what I mean? I hear it and I think it's valid to an extent, but I also think you're placing way, entirely too much weight on him. That's fine. Chief Keith needs a support and that's me. Does he? Yeah, man. Because old head like you... You don't even listen to him. Old, I know I don't. I'm just... I'm just... You know what it is? I rebuke the old heads like him. <laughs> And I'm here to speak up for the people on behalf of Chief Keith because the way he's disrespectful, all I'm saying, he's acting like a fabricator. Am I, am I disrespectful you know or am yeah. I truthful? No, it's the way you go. Yo, you're just attributing stuff that he does. I'm not attributing nothing to him, but the no, facts. We, we do that a lot in hip hop. But what man. am I, bro? bro tell you, me, you, I, you tell me what I've attributed to him that's not true. You're trying to give him. Take away the. You're giving him Central C success, bro. No. That's a fact because he started. Is Central C a drillist? He's a driller. Then that's 1,000 percent But it's not the same from. drill, bro. Regardless. So what? Okay. Hold on, hold on, hold on. You should be starting six seven for the that. The family right. tree comes you, from him. All right, so what? Let me ask you, man, a question, yeah. Grandmaster Flash, Melly Mel and them, man. Yeah. Do you give them credit in Jay-Z's success? Yeah. No, no you, you don't. don't. <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> don't tell me what I do. Alright, cool. Can I ask you don't? Can I ask you a question? Are they legends? Yes or no? Grandmaster Flash is a legend. Yes. Why? Because of the definition I just gave. What's the definition? Stories <laughs> from ancient times or the asked, past. You asked though, you asked. That have, yeah, been, passed have, on, that have been passed on that may or may not be true. What's the may or may not <laughs> Grandmaster Flash is a legend because he arguably dropped the first hip hop classic album with the message. There we go. The fact that he pioneered the actual art of DJing. Okay. And is do people DJ the way he DJed? Or has it been diluted? It's been diluted. Cool. Is that his fault? Diluted. That's what point. That's what is that his fault? No, 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 no. Reformed. Reformed. Diluted. Recalibrate. Okay. Reformed. You cannot compare that to what's being done with drill today. No. I'm just saying. My point is, is shit changes. But the drill music today. The person at the top of the side. I don't mean to call you a fatal. cool. The person at the top of the tree never changes, regardless of what they do with the music. They still created this. My point is, regardless of whatever happens to drill, Central Sea's tree line. Is always gonna go back to the top of Chief Keith. Do you get what I mean? So Chief Keith is still gonna end up at the top when you do up his family tree. Fair. But at the same time, I feel like if we're gonna talk about UK drill, first of all, 
we talk about six seven. Six seven are the pioneers in the UK, right? Yeah. They're closer to the Chief Keith tree than Central C is. Facts. Central C, everyone that drops on that um that goes on drill these days is a descendant of six seven in the UK, right? Six seven took the sound what was going on in Chicago and made it UK, right? So to an extent, I'll give that to you as far as Chief Keith. But in the same way that Grandmaster Flash is not responsible for Jay-Z's success, any of these, Drake's success, any of these men's success, it's not the same. Question, the six, how far did 6-7 six, seven, six, seven come after Chief Keith? About three years, okay. Four, three, two, three years. Right, cool. So my point, but it, so when you do the tree line, it goes to 6-7 and then it goes to six, uh, Chief Keith. It's still going to Chief. That's my only point. Do you get what I mean? No matter what, it ends it's up back at him. a slight reach, though. How, bro? It ends up back it's at him. It's a slight him. reach. It's not, though. Because if he is the head hunter, and you do the, and you got 6-7, and then you got, um, what's his name? My mind's gone blank. Central C? Yeah, and then you got Central C. It's still going to line back Every, up. Everything, everything you're saying is still being linked back to the original question of him being a pioneer. He's, well, I'm not going to dispute that. Yeah. Legend, I will dispute. Can I ask you a question, please? Go on. If you like drill music, yes. would that change your mind? Probably, yeah. That's fair. What about you? I don't think it should though. That's my point though. But that's what affects old head like his. That's why I'm not attacking you the same way I'm attacking him. He's judging on just if he likes drill music or not. No, but I'm saying you got to take that out I'm saying you got to take that out Okay, let me just give you a random example. When Game dropped, right? Game came out in like 2005. He was like the first, West Coast was dead at that point. He was like the first rapper from the West that had dropped an album in a very long time. He was continuing the tradition of gangster rap. That album went God, God knows how many times platinum, right? It was a fucking classic. He reignited a whole coast at that time. Facts. I still weren't calling him a legend then. Would you call him a legend now? He deserves it now more than he did before. Oh, for sure. I but won't argue that though. I just don't be throwing that word around, innit? Game, game probably deserves that title though. I wouldn't call him a pioneer though. No, I wouldn't either. Because he was continuing the yeah. tradition, right? Yeah. But he just woke the West back up. Yes. He's probably closer to a legend now than he ever has been as a pioneer. Yes. He's too corny for that, sorry. But I would never call him a pioneer though. Because he hasn't pioneered anything. He's not pioneered anything. Yeah, but he's- Dr. Dre's the pioneer. Snoop's yes, the pioneer. Yes, You know what I'm saying? Cube. Cube, but, yeah. But my point being, and that's why to me- So you think he's a legend and I, he's a pioneer? I'm saying he's definitely a pioneer. I don't think that's ever arguable. I'll be honest with you. I don't think you can ever okay. argue whether he's a pioneer or not. I just think that's- No, I'll, give, I'll definitely give that to him. Right. A legend, I think, it's not closed off. I think it's genuinely a conversation. And that's not me. I don't even like throwing around legends. Do you think, I, Chief Keith? I don't listen to him. It's not like I'm saying he's a legend that's sitting with Hov. Mm. I'm saying for what he's done, if this, if Drill, this might only, if Drill continues popping and we're in 2025, mm. I'll call Chief Keith a legend. Let me, let me, let me, let me pose your own argument against you. But are you calling him a legend just because he pioneered Drill? Or are you calling him I'm, a legend based on what he's done? I'm calling him a legend based on the influence that he's had. You could argue that he's made music worse. Does that make him a pioneer still? That's what it comes down to though. That's what I was asking you guys earlier. Does it come down to if we like the music or not? I'm asking we, you though. I can't, how can I put it? I can't dictate what kids listen to. Does that make sense? Mm. If they judge that's what's hot, that's what's hot. Mm. But if that's all come from one person. That was the same energy for Wayne, bro. What do you mean? You. <laughs> Didn't want to put Wayne in your Mount Rushmore because you feel like he meant, he made music worse. But I'm not. Where is Chief, the same energy? I'm not putting Chief Keith in any. Wayne's a legend. Do you think Chief Keith is any of my? This guy's a politician. Do you bro. think Chief Keith is in any of my Mount Rushmores? I'll make five hundred before I add him in there. Don't get no, it twisted. No, forget this that. Is what I'm saying. Don't get it twisted. He's not in any of my lists anywhere. He's not in my top one, two, fifty. 
My point is, you said that Wayne probably shouldn't be in a Wild Rushmore because he made music worse. Yes. You could argue the same about Chief Keith, but you're still calling him a pioneer. What's the difference? Because he's a pioneer. <laughs> like, he made music worse. I don't like drill music like that. I'm just saying he's a pioneer for drill music and the amount of kids he's got doesn't make him a legend, just makes him a pioneer. And that's what the conversation comes out to. Can you be a pioneer and a legend without the, does, it, does it intertwine? It does not intertwine. Okay, sir. No, I think you do need to do a little bit more to be considered a legend. That's fair. That's fair. You need I, a catalog, first and foremost. And I agree with you 99% of the times. I just think if Drew is popping for the next however long. If Jay-Z didn't have the catalog, he wouldn't be a legend. That's a fact. But Jay-Z didn't start. Didn't start what? We'll never get started. Didn't start what? If Jay-Z right, didn't cool. have his catalog, what, right. would, what would, who would you say? All right, who would you say, Pete, who would you say pioneered like mafioso rap? Cool G rap. Cool G rap. If Kooji Rap hadn't done that, would he be? Do you think he'd be a legend? Yeah, yeah, because mm -hmm. he's got the catalog, right? Yeah, cool. So it takes a little bit no, more. No, I agree with you. I'm, but that's why I say this is an anomaly. I don't, think and I know that's anomaly. a cop out, but I don't. This ain't even me saying he's a legend. I'm just saying, if in my opinion is, and I'm saying it now, if Drill is the number one sound in American England for the next five years. Chief Keef's a legend. You know what? Chief Keef is a legend. He's a legend in Chicago. The same way Little John's a legend in Atlanta, same way Uncle Luke's a legend in flipping Miami. He's a, he's a legend in those cities and that's fine. Yeah. That is fine. Is he a hip hop legend? No. Right. Is Little John a hip hop legend? No. I don't, I don't think he is. But, but I am... Um, you think Chief Keef is a legend in Chicago? He's definitely 100%. in Chicago. Don't do that. 100%. You're trying to take that away from him. Sure, because you try to take that for me. So wait, hold on. Let me ask you a question. Lupe Fiasco is he considered a legend in Chicago? Mm -hmm. He should be. Yeah. If he's not, see, look at the difference in the answers. You see how quick he was to say that Chief Keith might be considered a legend in Chicago. You don't think Lupe is? But you think Chief Keith is? I said he should be if he's not. No, I don't, not should. Do you think he is though? In in Chicago, I yeah. think he is. Yeah, I think he is. All right, cool. I think he is. Common. Yeah, yeah. hundred percent. Kanye West. Yeah, I mean, he's Twister. The, he's the king. Yeah. And then I you just want to throw I think, Keith in. I think, no, what you see, why are you comparing them as right? No, I think when it comes to locality, it's a lot easier to call someone a legend because this is someone who's putting on for the city. It's very easy to put on for your city, especially when you're, when you're successful and you get immortalized in that sense. But when it comes to putting on for the whole genre, it takes a little bit more. Yeah. So it's easier for Twister, Chief Keith, Yay, Dirk. Common, Dirk to be considered legends, as is Migos, Little John, Outcast, Metro, Future, Thug, Baby, all these men from Atlanta, they're probably all considered Atlanta legends. Are they considered hip hop legends? I think there's a bigger jump there. I agree. Anomalies. I don't know about that, bro. Well, you don't think Chief keeps a legend in? No, just all the names is real off. I don't know if they're all considered legends in those regions, bro. I don't know. Let's, let's, okay, let's do it. Outcast. Okay. T.I. Little John. He is a legend. What are you doing, Atlanta? Veteran and legend are not the same Atlanta? thing. I think he's a legend. You're doing ATL, right? right? Huh? You're doing ATL? ATL, yeah. TI. TI, yeah. Jeezy. Uh, who'd I sell? Jeezy. Future. Gucci. Future. You think Future's a legend? Yeah. Future's definitely yeah. a legend. Future, what? He runs Future's definitely a legend. He can walk in to live for free if he wants for everything. Migos are definitely legends in that city, in the city. Who else I say? Baby. He's not a legend yet, but he, he's going to be. A little baby. Little baby, yeah. He's going to be. Um, is Gunner from Atlanta? I think so. 
Gunner's gonna go down as a legend for sure. There's some other people. My eyes gone blank right now. Yeah. Um, you think Gunner's gonna go down as a legend? Hundred percent. Gunner's loved man. Gunner's if he keeps going the way he's going, he's gonna be considered. They said the same about Rich Homie Quan. Rich Homie Quan. <laughs> he fell off though. Didn't oh, did he? you didn't say Young Fuck? He fell off though. Gunner's not falling off though. It can happen. It can happen. But if he's going the way he's going, and Rich Homie Quan was different. He was going through contractual stuff, label stuff, and it kind of restricted him. Did you, no, it can happen to anyone. I know, but Gunner's, I feel like- Gunner's already hot It's less enough, likely like, to happen. And he's already at a certain peak right off with Rich Homie. Hotness does not equate legendary status, I'm sorry. No one called him a legend though. You just said that, God, he's hot enough. That's no, what I said. I said he, you're gonna be finished. I was talking about comparing him to Rich Homie. I said he's at a level hotter than Rich Homie was ever was. Uh, I'm not saying. Can I would agree. Saying, can he be easy? I would agree. I'm easy, man. Did you say Young Thug? Young Thug. 100%. Yeah, there's a lot. There. All these people are local legends for sure. And everyone's got their local legends. Like, I'm sure if you go to Memphis, like 3-6 Mafia are legends as well, right? Okay. So it, I think yeah. it just depends on that. But it takes a little bit more to be considered a legend of a whole entire genre. I'm just saying, isn't it? Someone needs Chief Keef on his side, innit? And that's me. Chief Keef is not the anomaly. Sorry, guys. I don't think anyway. Hey, man. I need to think of actual anomalies in that sense who are like pi legends because they're pioneers. I'd probably say Uncle Luke, but Uncle Luke's got more to him than just the Miami base. Yeah, yeah. He's got two live crew. He's got, you know, all the legal stuff that went down there. He's two live crew. Them man are the reason why you have parental advisory stickers <laughs> on the flipping <laughs> albums. So for that alone. I don't know, saying? man. I just think it's just. He's not an anomaly. I think. He's not the anomaly. You know, and I'm taking your debate into this. Don't worry. You are listening to. <laughs> I ain't got no issues with you, sir. Well, Pete, do you have any final thoughts? No. Nah. Like you just don't like Chief Keith. And you wonder why we didn't, we shut you out in this I'll, conversation. I'll answer the question though. <laughs> you Google legend. That's you know what yeah, I wasn't expecting You know that. what you're doing. I knew exactly what I was doing. You know what you was doing. Yeah, I didn't expect that to be fair. Hey. But I'm just saying, innit? I, do I, I, just, I just can't, I just won't allow certain rappers to be associated with that word. I'm That's sorry. my point. I'm not even looking at it from, it's so hard to speak. I'm not even talking as a rapper. His blacklist is probably I don't very know. long. What do you mean? Pause. Yeah. But it's probably it? very long. As far as like people who just never be a legend. <laughs> no, not at all. I don't have a list like that, man. I mean, I'm just saying- I don't, Chief Keef was the first. I'm yeah. not saying the phrase rapping abilities, man. Just when you've pioneered something that this hot. Salute to Chief Keef. I give you your respect. You probably couldn't even name Ignore one these, man. Chief Keef bar. And don't say the hook. Don't say the hook to don't like. Oh, wait a second. Don't say the hook to love salsa either. Hold on, let me think. It is la salsa. I said uh, no. No, hold on. You gonna get fucked over. Rari's and Rovers. That's the hook, bro. <laughs> Is that the hook? I don't know, man. This guy- I told you it don't, it don't count. Do I actually know a single Chief Keef bar? There you go. And, you're, and, and he's a legend. For pioneering, again. No. Oh, I actually don't know Chief Keefer, that's what I'm saying. I know the course, if I think long enough, I can think of one. By the end of the pod, I'll give you a bar and I won't even Google it. By the end of the pod, I'll come back with Chief Keefer. I can't wait for Mark that. Marked out. I can't wait for that. Well, salute to Chief Keefe. Salute um, to Chief Keefe. You're definitely a pioneer. Legend, I think you've got a way to go. Respectfully. Peter, do you want to anything? <laughs> You don't want to salute him? Leave me alone. You can't even salute him. Leave me alone. Is this how much is this how much you despise a brother? You can't even salute him. Despise is a strong word. Leave me alone, man. You can't salute Chief. Yo, Mo, leave me alone. Salute to Chief Keith. <laughs> salute to Chief Keith. <laughs> okay, we're gonna move on to the final topic of today, and we're gonna have a bit of fun with this one. So, recently, the good people over at Complex, shout out to Complex in the US dropped a list titled the best hip hop producer alive every year since 1979. Now, first of all, 
it's great that producers are getting this kind of limelight and spotlight. So shout out to all the producers involved. Um, but it got us thinking, looking at this list, how much we agree. So what we're going to do is we're going to go through this whole list. Well, not the whole list. We're going to start in 1990. Peter wanted to start in 1975. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Before hip hop even existed. But yeah, I feel you. So we're going to start from 1990. Big up Sylvia Robinson. It's big up Sylvia Robinson all day. Um, and we're basically going to go through the selection. That that compla- Listen, Sylvia Robinson is very important. Stop um, salute. But he knows what he's doing. Yeah, he knows what he's doing. <laughs> Shout out Sugar Hill Records. Anyway, we're going to go through each of the selections from 1990 to 2021. We're going to go through Complex's selections and we're going to name our own selections after. So without further ado, we're going to start with 1990. Now Complex had the bomb squad as the best producers for 1990 for their work on Fear of a Black Planet by Public Enemy and America's Most Wanted by Ice Cube. Pete, I'll start with you. Who did you have for 1990? Yeah, I had Bomb Squad as well, man. You can't you can't escape America's Most Wanted and um, Fear of a Black Planet. Not at all. Yep. Not at all. Same. Same. Same, 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 same. Full house. There's no argument, there's no argument. No argument at all. Oh, we're off to a good I had Large Pro, honorable mention. Large Pro's an honorable mention. I think Primo, DJ Premier is an honorable mention as well because he was working with Lord Finesse and Mike Smooth. Okay. Um, you know, pioneering album in that respect as well. So yeah, salute to them. They also had Sir Jinx and Tony D. I mean, salute to them, man. Mm-hmm. 1991, Complex had DJ Quick for his his own work, really, um, mainly. Yeah. Who did I have? I had Q-Tip slash Tribe for their work on low-end theory. Who did you have? I went with DJ Quick as well. Okay. I'll be honest with you. I struggled a little bit. So I was just like. Just, really? Yeah, I kind of struggled with you. So went, a little bit. I knew who the rest, but 92, I kind of struggled. So I went, 91, so I struggled with So I went with Quick. What about you? Yeah, Q-tip. But we've got Jazz alone. Yeah, nah, man. Yeah, for, I mean, nah. for the low end theory alone. Um, yeah. Honorable mention for me was uh, Dre, Dr. Dre for NWA and Deep Cover. Um, DJ KG for his work with Naughty by Nature as well. Any other honorable mentions, boy? I had DJ Quick. Cover for DJ Quick. And Dre. Feel you. Cool. Well, 1992, Complex had Dr. Dre as the producer of the year. I think that's undeniable. Yep, yep, yep. Um, Dr. Dre was the guy. Um, very much so. Anyone had any honorable mentions? Pete Rock. Pete Rock. Yeah, yeah Pete Rock for sure. Yeah. Diamond D, DJ Muggs for uh, Jump Around by House of Pain. Eric Simon as well. Yep, yeah, for sure. Um, Primo as well for Gangstar. He did a, they dropped a good album that year. I heard Primo as well. 1993, Complex had RZA. I mean, I think that's pretty undeniable. Cute it. Oh, for yeah, real? Yeah, Talk about it. Yeah, I'd cue to my Midnight Marauders. Swear. I ain't getting away from that one, man. You ain't getting away from that one. Nah, Absolutely I, I, not. I'm, I'm taking, I'm taking Enter the Wu-Tang. I had Enter I'm the Wu-Tang, but I had Q-Tip. I thought you would. I thought you both would. I'm taking Told you that. And <laughs> no, I lo- seriously, listen, no, I, I thought you would. I love Midnight Marauders. I love it, but you cannot deny 36 Chambers. Bro. I can't deny Midnight Marauders, bro. Which one you couldn't deny? And I went with, you can't deny. I gave Riz an honorable mention. And I gave Dr. Dre as well for what he did on Doggy Star. Yeah. Yep, for yeah, sure. Yeah. Well, I won't, you can't, nah, Midnight Marauders? Nah, I'm sorry, man. Yeah, I, I talked to Dre for a sec, you know, because mm. of Doggy Star. I can't lie, I was itching. Yeah. Because I was thinking, which one do I prefer? Yeah. But I was like, nah, I can't do it. I gave I tip, like, I can't do it. I gave Tip an honorable mention. Um, I gave Dre an honorable mention. I also gave the Beat Miners an oh, honorable mention for their work with Black Moon. Yeah. Enter the stage. Yeah. So salute to them. Now, 1994. Oh, this was. 
I feel like you have this, to this, this was a tricky one. Yeah. This was a tricky one. Complex had Easy Mo B Easy for Mo. his work with Craig Mack, Flavor in Your Ear, Give Me the Loot, Warning and the What on Notorious B.I.G.'s um, Ready to Die. I'm gonna start with you, Pete. <laughs> <laughs> you know I had my guy Easy Mo B, man. And you know I did, though, man. Come on, man. That's my guy right there, man. No, I had, I had. Flavor in your ear, you ain't getting away from that. Man. I went for Easy Mo. I thought you was gonna go for organized. Itchy! Vicious. Skeevy. Yo, don't look at me. Delicious. Don't look at me. Give me good scoops. Give me good. Oh, damn. I know he's in Hollywood, but is he good? Oh, it's not fun anymore, is it? When you're being looked at, is it? Oh, really? Fuck yeah, no. But yeah, I had Easy Mo B as well, man. I think Easy Mo B doesn't get enough credit anyway. So he needs all the flowers. 1994 was definitely his year. Did you have Easy Mo B as well, Mo? Yeah, yeah, come on now, Four House. Good stuff. Honorable mention, I had Primo for um, Sunrises in the East, for Jay Reed the Damager. Mm. I couldn't get away from that one. Can't I, clean, Brooklyn took it. Yeah, nah, man, stop it. I hear that. I had a couple honorable mentions, to be fair. Do you have Organized Noise? I had Organized Noise. I had Warren G mm. for Regulate. I also had every producer that produced on Illmatic because, okay. they, because they deserve it. So that's Q-Tip, Pete Rock, Large Professor, Primo, and LES. Okay. I had all of them as well. Remember when Nas is used to work? Actually, you know what? Sorry, let's not. Oh, don't do that, man. <laughs> that was so unnecessary. That was unnecessary. Don't buy it. Hear me? Don't buy it. Don't buy it. Don't Stop buy telling it. me to bu not buy it. <laughs> anyway, 1995. Complex had RZA. Okay. This is where it gets fun. Who did you have? I went with this because of... And I need to put in context why I went for this person. Go on. I feel like the age and the album they dropped, I put Havoc. Mm. Okay. And that's because... Was it 17? 17 first album? 16? Nah, 18, 19. 18, 19. Still back then, baby. Mm -hmm. and to drop that, I had to go with Havoc. Mm. I can't lie. So that's what I went with. I thought, let me switch it up. Give him the respect. I had RZA. Oh, I had RZA Human well. links return to the church. No, I hear you. I, I hear you. But I just wanted to, because I go back to that, but I go back to Mob a lot more as well. Yeah, yeah but RZA, RZA back to back produced bro. three classic yeah, but albums. He's a cheat bro. code, man. I'm sorry. He's a cheat code. He don't even make sense. I don't think he's human, but that's even another conversation. And that's why he deserves <laughs> to be the one, bro. No, I but, hear you. But Havoc did get an honorable mention for me. Same. Um, the Beat Miners as well, again, for their work with Smith & Wesson. Same. And Jay Diller. For yeah. Same. Yeah. Easy Moby as well, for his work on Me Against the World. Part yes. Yep. Yes, I am. Temptations. Um, yeah. Great. 1996, Complex had... They had organized noise for their work with AT Aliens Outcast. Um, who did you have, guys? <laughs> I've got two. I had all. you got two. I've got two. Yeah. Who'd you go with? Daz Dillinger for his work and All Eyes on Me. This guy produced Scandalous, got my mind made up. I am out of chat. I'll be honest with you. I had that. Daz. And then I gave, and then yeah, he's going to share it with Johnny J for also his work on. All you said it. You called it. You called it. You called it. Ask me what year I had Daz. This same year. So I was looking at it. Yeah, yeah. Like, let's see if he tries to add Johnny J in it. Slightly, if he tries to attempt it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought yeah. I was going to try, bro. But yeah, I did. It had to be, though, innit? It had yeah, to be. Yeah. And then honorable mention, I had Organized Noise, have Questlove, um, and I also had Easy Moby. You guys are nasty. Yeah. I had Organized Noise, and my honorable mention was the Fugees, generally, for the score. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. Great album. Yeah. And you had Daz and yeah. Johnny J. I just had Daz. Johnny J. I just had that, so I'll be honest with you. I didn't, I didn't, oh, you had that? Okay, yeah, cool. Johnny Respect Johnny J. Johnny J. Yeah, I did not add Johnny J. Yeah, me, I did not add Johnny J. I did not, I mean, boy. 1997, Complex had the production group that Peter probably wishes he was part of, he the does. Hitman. He does, he does. All day. For Life After Death and No Way Out. All day. 
Is that your all number one? Day. Your full house. All day. Yeah, me full house it. Full house? Um, I had the hitman as well. Yeah. I had it. I didn't have any honorable men. Actually, no, I did. Actually, no. I had all. Oh. It was a tie for me. Oh, oh. It was the hitman in Timberland. What did Timberland produce? Super duper fly. Oh shit, okay. Yeah. Oh so, shit. Okay, yeah. I got, yeah, I got I, yeah, I got a tie. I can't tie them with the hitman, man. Yeah, I got a tie. You know why I, I, I have to I have to. Off of Benjamin's alone. But you know why he he loses the tiebreak? Ask me why Timbo loses the tiebreak. He had an album with Magoo that same year. He did to be fair. He did to be fair, but he also did uh, "Can't Stand the Rain" and flipping and "Socket to Me," yeah. and they don't want to oh, fuck with me oh. and beat me nine one one. I mean, come on. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's fair. Yeah. But so, he had an album with Magoo. He did. He did. And that's something I realized when I was flipping doing my research. <laughs> Magoo like, had a banger though, man. Hey, man, give me a flute, man. Yeah, what's the next year? <laughs> <laughs> the next year is nineteen ninety eight. Um, this was a tough one for me, but Complex had beats by the pound um, for their work with Master P. Make them say, uh, na 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 na. And Silk the Shocker, it ain't my fault. Absolutely not. Which I don't think I ever heard. Um, well, who did you have? Organized Noise. Organized Noise? Cremini, bruv. Off of that alone, yeah, nah, man, I'm sorry. I had Thing. Swiss. Swiss? Yeah. For what? Because he had, let me check out, I've got it here as well. He had Banned from TV, he had Money Cash Holes, he had Rough Riders Anthem, and he had Dumb Madre, DMX Flesh in My Flesh. So I was, like, let okay. me go. I was like, let me go Swiss. What, Swiss over Dame Grease? Dame yeah. Grease did um, It's Dark and Hell is Hot, though. They both did, didn't they? They both did. Well, I think Dame Grease did more. Potentially. But I know he done Flesh of My Flesh a lot of that as well. Yeah. So I was like, plus he had even the other little side songs he had as well. Mm. Band from TV. Band from TV was ridiculous. Yeah. I had honorable mention for high tech. For I need that money cash holes. Oh, fair enough. Yeah. That's a good shout. Yeah. Um, I didn't even think of high tech or organized noise. I had um the hitman, Dame Grease, and Swizz just generally, like as okay. a tie. Yeah. Yeah. But uh yeah, man, salute to those guys. 1999 we're now moving on to. And Complex had Dr. Dre on there as their guy All day. for the Slim Shady LP and Chronic 2001. Yeah. Um, full House, guys? Full House with an honorable mention for Manny Fresh. Good shout. What? Bling, bling. I had an honorable mention. I hate this guy. He created a whole word that he was. Imagine creating a whole word. <laughs> bling, bling. Can you imagine? I had an honorable mention for uh, Timberland for his work with Jay, Missy, and The Locks as mm. well. So salute to those guys. We now move on to the turn of the millennium, the year 2000. Complex had Earth Tone 3, um, which is Andre 3000, Big Boy, and Mr. DJ, um, basically for their whole work on the Stankonia album. Mm. What we got, boys? I got Dilla. Dilla? Yeah, man. I had no Fantastic idea. Volume 2. He always said he'd comments like a quarter for chocolate. Yeah, this, yeah, flawless production on both of those projects. I had Earth Tone 3 with an honorable mention for Dr. Dre and Dilla. Mm. Um, full House. Full With you, Full House. Feel you. Cool. All right. 2001 then. And this is where my guy. It's heating up a bit more now. My guy appears. It's heating up now. I feel like we're going to. This guy, I feel like he's going to turn up a lot in, these, in this one. Bro, I never knew how much. Yeah, for real. So Complex had Kanye West as their number one producer, uh, mainly for his work on the Blueprint. Thoughts, boys? Yeah, I gave it to Ye as well. Full House. Absolute full house. Any honorable mentions? Neptunes. Ah, uh, Just Blaze. Just Blaze. Okay. Yeah, that's who I had as well. Sick. O2 then, speaking of Neptunes, Complex had the Neptunes for their pick for 2002. They did Justified, Justin Timberlake. They did Lord Willen by Clips. They did their own NERD album. They did No Reason Nothing, NSYNC's Girlfriend. Homeboy, I came, came to party. party. Your, Your girl, girl was looking, looking at me. me. This is probably 
No one knows in that spot. Check out. That's where we check. Yeah, talking sign language. Neptune's like just for their credentials this year, like Nelly Hot in here, Buster Pastor Cavossier, mm. Nori Nothing, all the albums they did, Rockstar, Girlfriend, Mazza, man. Yeah. Absolute Mazza. Yeah. Just absolutely. Two. Absolutely. Um, I had honorable mentions for Just Blaze. Same. And Kanye. Same. Yeah. Same, 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 same. same. Lovely. 2003, Complex had Little John. They're drunk. They're drunk, for, drunk, for, drunk. Off the strength of Get Low alone. They're drunk. Um, I mean, they were getting low, weren't they? I had yay. Um, you had yay? Yeah, I had yay. Actually, wait, 2003? That's, 2003. When, 2003. that's when that Just album, Blaze. That's when the album drops. I, I gave it Just Blaze. I, I, I had a three-way tie. I had Just Blaze, Kanye, and the Heatmakers. That's fair. Yeah, Just Blaze and yay. Just Blaze and yay. An honorable mention for I had Just Blaze as my honorable mention, so mm. kind of balance that. I really want to give Just Blaze one as well, which kind of hurt. This guy did Dipset, I really mean it, bro. I really yeah. mean it. So. Yeah, no. Nah. Yeah. I couldn't decide between the three, so I but just then gave him. Kanye's first album dropped that year, so what do we do, guys? No, it came out 2004, no? Was it 04? Yeah. Well, that's a lovely segue into 2004. Oh, Complex funny. had Kanye West on there for their number one. Yeah. Thoughts, guys? Same. Nah. Same. Honorable mention, Neptunes and Mad Lib. Yep, yep, yep. Honorable mentions for me, Neptunes, and Neptunes Mad Lib, and MF Doom mm. for so Um Food. So salute to those guys. You had uh, Ye as well? Yeah, yeah. Any honorable mentions? Neptunes. Neptunes. Sick. Oh, five. It's a, uh, it's, it's a two-peat for Mr. Kanye West um, for B by Common and Late Registration, his own album. Yeah. Yeah? All Full house. <laughs> All day. Full house. Um, honorable mentions? Just Blaze. I had an honorable mention for DJ Paul and Juicy J off the strength of Stay Fly. Ah, 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 ah. Love that song. 2006, Complex had Toomp for TI's What You Know mm. and Jeezy's I Love It. Um, I had Jay Diller. Same. Off the strength of Donuts. Same. Um, Mo? I had Toomp, but I had Diller to honorable mention. You, Diller, honorable mention. What can I say for him? I like oh. to expand. Don't do that, guys. Look, I'm not him. Look at growth. I'm not him. I'm putting that. I'm not my my honorable mention was um, Neptune's for what they did with the clips, How Have No Fury. Oh, that's, a good shout. that's a good shout. That's a good shout. Who are you? Um, cool. 2007, then. I hate this game. <laughs> Kanye West again. Yeah. <laughs> for 2007, graduation and Commons Finding Forever. Yeah. On yeah. top of a bunch of other things. Um, Full House? Full House. Full House. Full House. Honorable mentions, anyone? No. I didn't have anyone, you know. I gave Soldier Boy an honorable mention for Crank That. Come on, man. You can't deny that. It's simple as hell, but that thing was everywhere. But, but I was bugging. You know what? Never mind. What? You were bugging with what? Never mind. Never mind. Never mind. Yeah, if you're going to mention Chief Keith, you can't. Hey, man, what can I say? His DJ's coming up. No, I'm joking. <laughs> for you. I also had Exile. Okay. Exile oh, for uh, Blue and Exiles Above the Heavens. Yeah, okay. So salute to Exile as well. Okay, 2008. Complex had Drummer Boy for Jeezy's Put On. And TI's what what up? What's happening? What's happening? Um, boys? Yay. I had yay, yay. as well. Yeah. I had yay as well. I had yay as well. It was heartbreak, swagger like us. He had comfortable. Oof, oh, swagger, comfortable. comfortable. And he had one, one other song on that album. So Let the beat build. Let the beat build. What are we doing here? What are we doing here, man? The ma he was able to do 808s, but also give you live, wow. give us live, let the beat build. Mm. And then just man. give comfortable on some dash throwaway thing. Here, just take it. You feel me? Just take it. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Honorable mention was Q tip for the Renaissance. Feel you? Yeah. My honorable mention, as we're talking about the Carter Three, 
Bangladesh for 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 a milli. Yeah, he had a good run. He had a good run. Yeah, man. A couple dance a few for Joe Biden as well, ain't it? I'm a bugging. I can't remember. Feel you. 2009. Complex had Noah Forty Shabib, or otherwise known as Forty. I agree. For introducing the world to Drake. So far gone. Yep. Yeah, I'm giving it to Forty as well. I ain't got no issues with that. No issues with that at all. Cool. Moving swiftly on to 2010. Um, Complex had Lex Luger for BMF, Nine Piece, and MC Hammer for Rick Ross. And See Me Now by Ye. I had Ye. I had Ye. Off the strength of My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. Honourable mention, Rock Marcy for Marsberg. Salute to Rock Marcy, honour. It's a salute. Salute. He had to do that. the hand movements. <laughs> for you. I gave Lex Luger a honorable mention. I also gave Tyler the Creator an honorable mention for Bastard and Earl by Earl Sweatshirt. Mm. The beginning of the Odd Future Renaissance. Moving swiftly on to 2011. It is 40 again mm-hmm. for Complex uh, for his work on Take Care. Um, as much as I hate Take Care, I gave it to 40 as well. Yeah, um, same. Yeah, yeah. Well, I um, it was I won't lie, it was between him and Kanye. I might edge it to Kanye just because of the couple of songs he done on Watch the Throne. Mm. I preferred all of the songs he produced over Take Care anyway. So I'm actually gonna stick with that and give it to Kanye West. Not what you sorry. No, fair enough. So Kanye's got what three years in a row for me now. Boy, jeez, pretty much, or maybe even more. Do you know what I mean? But yeah, yeah. give it to Kanye over forty for me. With forty being my honorable mention. Yeah, he gets an honorable mention for me. Hit Boy also gets an honorable mention for me. For the in Paris, mm-hmm. Clams Casino also gets another honorable mention for me as well for his work with ASAP Rocky and basically <coughs> popularizing cloud rap for the masses. Any honorable mentions, B? Nope. Fair enough. You? Cool. 2012 Complex had Mike Wall made it for No Lie by Two Chains, Bands of Maker Dance by Juicy J, Turn on the Lights by Future, Good Music Mercy. And Trap Back, I'm Up by Gucci Mane. That's a good shout, but no. <laughs> I gave it to Rock Marciano for his work on Reloaded. <laughs> fair, all you. Very, fair enough. I went for... It was between Hitboy. It was between Hitboy and Michael Made It. I was struggling between the two, but I don't mind Michael Made It, but my honourable mention will be Hitboy. Because from what I know, I think he'd done a few... I think he'd done Click and a few other songs. Mm. So for you. Hitboy will be right there for me. I had two. I had Hitboy and Young Chop. Young, oh, why would you have Young Chop, Yemi? Young Chop. <laughs> Please tell me. Because I was going to say Young I was saving him to the end. But you tell me why you had Young Chop. As well. I had Young Chop off the strength of Chief Keef's I Don't Like and Love Salsa. Okay. Thank you very much. And I had Hit Boy off the strength of his work with ASAP Rocky. Goldie, uh, innit? Goldie, Kendrick, Backseat Freestyle, yeah. um, Good Music, just his general work there as well. Hit Boy, so Mate, yeah. And honorable mention goes to White Mike Will Maynard for the reasons that Complex stated. We now. Okay, Hit Boy. Uh, I went for Hit Boy and Young Chop. So it's a two-way for me. Fair enough, fair enough, fair enough. We now move on to 2013. Complex had that man again, Kanye West, for Yeezus and Pusha T's My Name Is My Name. I agree. I agree as well. Numbers on the board? Numbers on the board. I went for anyone else. Anyone else? Anyone else other than Kanye for that year. Why? I, I hated Yeezus. Mm. <laughs> I literally give it, I looked at Michael Made It, Michael Made It had f- maybe three or four songs. Give it to Michael Yeezus was terrible. You a hater. In every shape, form, or fashion. He honorable was... mention was 40, though. For nothing was the same. I got 40 as well. You know who didn't make my honorable mentions? Yeah. Kanye West. For you. I also had Zaytoven for uh, Versace by Migos. Oh, fair And enough. Mike Will for Ace Hood's Bugatti. Hmm. 
That was a big song as well. It was a very big song. Still goes up. We now move on to 2014. Complex's choice was Mike Will Made It Again for Future's Move That Dope and Ray Stremmer's introduction with No Type and No Flex Zone. No flex. Who do we have, lads? I've got Mad Lib for Pinata. Mm. Mm. Okay. Yeah. I had Mike Will with an honorable mention to Mad Lib. Okay. I had Mike Will with honorable mention to Mustard. Because that's oh, when he first came out and then he had a first... I remember, you know what's funny? Mustard was a debate of a few of our issues. I think Drake's remember in the group chat of whether he's going to last or not. Mm. And Ozzy was like, he has no legs at all. Because there was no way he's going to last. Here we are. Do you think he lost? I mean, yeah. he did his bit. Is he about anymore? Wait, Impressive him. He tried his best. Hey, salute to him. He tried his best. Hey, man, salute to him. We move. <laughs> 2015 now. Complex's choice was Metro Boomin for Thought It Was A Drought by Future and Drake and Future's Jumpman. Um, who do we have, lads? Um, I gave it to Soundwave. Same. For his work on To Pimp a Butterfly. But I gave Metro Boomin honorable mention. I gave it to both Metro and Soundwave. Mm. Um, with an honorable mention to Boy Wonder. Boy Wonder. Yep, same. For his work with Drake. Yeah. Who did you have? Oh. I agreed with him. Soundwave? Soundwave. Sick. Yeah, man. Salute to Soundwave. Man. You have to give it to him, though. I'm sorry, man. What are we yeah. doing here, bruv? Salute to Soundwave. Salute to Soundwave. Cool. 2016. It is a, another one for Complex for Metro Boomin. Um, for his work with 21 Savage, Savage Mode, Father Stretch My Hands with Kanye and Bad and Bougie by Migos. I gave it to Metro as well. Same. Um, P? I gave it to Knowledge mm. for his work on No Worries of Anderson Pack and Mac Homie. That's fair. For you. Can I just say to the audience, as the years go on, <laughs> I just want to see you guys visualize who Peter Peaks and tell me as the years go on, do you see a pattern? Now he's very much. Thank you very much. He's very much resisting the urge to name mainstream producers. Brother, have you realized as the years go on, he's just disagreeing left, right, and yeah, yeah, What do yeah, you yeah. mean, man? Fully, fully, fully. But I like it. We was all agreeing in the 90s. We, we were <laughs> now this guy's pulling out producers out of the thin air now. Yeah, once we, re once we reach the 2010s, that's when it started to fall. Wow. Yeah, it's about, oh, that's hilarious to me. I can't lie. That's <laughs> I gave knowledge an honorable mention as well. I also gave Mike Will an honorable mention for Black Beatles by Ray Shremard and his co-production with Beyonce on Formation. Mm. And I also gave Ye a honorable mention for The Life of Pablo. Cool. Okay. Who was yours, Mo? Um, Kanye, but no one really. No one. <laughs> I don't think it was a great year. It was all right. It was all right. It was, it was okay. Though, I can't lie. It's, it's going to go down that trend, unfortunately. We so move. No one wants to give J. Cole an honorable mention at any point? Fair yeah. enough. Worth a try. <laughs> Complex's choice for <laughs> 2017 was No ID for Jay-Z's 444 album. Um, who do we have, lads? I agree. You agreed? Yeah. I agree too. I agree. Actually, no. It's a three-way tie for me. No ID, Metro Boomin, and Pierre Bourne. Oh. Pierre Bourne gave us Magnolia by Playboy Carti, and Metro Boomin gave us Mask Off for Future. So I give it to all three of them. I've got No ID. No ID? Yeah, in a landslide. Fair enough. Yes. Um, cool. Moving now to 2018. Complex's choice was Tay Keith. What do you think is up? Thank you. For um, Sicko Mode, Nonstop by Drake, and Blockboy JB's Look Alive. It shocked me that Look Alive is that old. Found. I felt like it was released the other day. Look Alive. I still yeah. do the dance. I actually do when we go out as well. You know what I'm saying? Who do we have, lads? For 2018. I wasn't mad at it. I gave it to Take Keith and yeah. Kanye. I wasn't mad at it. Yeah, I went with Take Keith. I got, I got Yay and Rock Marcy. You see, as the time goes on. Rock guys. Marcy. Yeah. What did Rock Marcy do in 2018? Um, Rosebud's Revenge 2. Behold the Dark Horse. Yeah, nah, man. He did a bit. Fantastic production on both of those. He did a bit. 
Yeah. Salute to him. Salute to him. I think I was gonna give it to Ye just because he had that whole seven song album run. Yeah. But you can't overlook Tay Keith as well. Just because No, I gave him an honorable mention. Oh, did you? Yeah. I gave Cardo um an honorable mention for his work on God's Plan by Drake. Cool. 2019 now. Complex's choice. My guy, Mad Lib, mm. for his work with Freddie Gibbs on Bandana. I agree, obviously. I agree. I had to agree. Why did you have to agree? Because I listened to Bandana and I get it. Music wasn't really popping back then, so. In 2019? I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm just fishing. I'm just trying to get an argument out of someone. Yeah, but I give it to him as well. Salute to Mad Lib. Don't play Honorable with. mention to Rock Marciano. Once oh more. Days. Yeah, man. Who knew you could more? produce that? Like I didn't give it. Marcia Largo. I ain't, I, I ain't got no honorable mentions, but salute to Rock Marciano. Rock Marciano salute to Marciano. Salute to Marciano. Salute to Marciano. Anyway, uh, <laughs> 2020, um, Complex's choice was Hit Boy. Full House. For his work yeah. on Nas's King's Disease, Big Sean's Detroit 2, and Benny the Butcher's Burden of Proof. Full House. It's a full house. Full House. It is a full house. Honorable mention for me goes to The Alchemist. Same. Facts. And Rock Marcy. Yes. Oh, <laughs> oh. Alchemist for Alfredo with Freddie Gibbs and Rock Marcy for Reasonable Drought with Stove God Cooks. So, yeah, God gave it to him. And now we move on to the final year, 2021. Complex gave it to The Alchemist. I mean, he just did a lot last year. Haram with uh, Arm and Hammer. Bo Jackson with Boldy James. Super, Super Tecmo Bo with Boldy James. Carried a Fire, This Thing of Ours, This Thing of Ours 2. Rapper's Best Friend, Six and Cycles, which are all his own releases. Um, what did we think, boys? I gave it to Hit Boy. I gave it to Alchemist and Hit Boy. Ah, oh, fair enough. Me too. Yeah. It's a I can't get away from Hit Boy's production on Nas's album. That's why I gave it to Hit Boy. For Speechless alone? Yeah. For Speechless, The Truth, <sighs> Death Row East. Death Row East. Yeah, man. I gave it to Hit Boy. Yeah, there's no way you can't overlook those two, for sure. I mean, it's... Alchemist and Hitboy, they've they've reached like new levels, like in and of their own. Yeah. So, God give it to them, man. But yeah, man, did we really just do that. We really did. did we really just go through thirty. It wasn't. That, it wasn't that hard, was it? Two years of history and lockdown, which we hundred percent, man. So was year by year. I think the main lesson I've learned is that you know, <coughs> depending on the year, sometimes the strength of a single single outweighs the strength of an album. Facts. Um, especially as we get closer to especially during the, like the mid 2010s as well. Like we had like the Mike Wills and the Hip Boys and the Lex Lugers and the Tumps and the Cardos and all those guys off the strength of singles rather than actual bodies of work. But sometimes you can't deny just how impactful one single is. And that is what can jettison someone right. to being a producer of the year. It's the other way around for me. I was just about to say that because Soundwave, Soundwave, Soundwave is literally the other way around. Yeah. He gave us an album. Mm-hmm. There was yeah. bare singles that came out of the year. Yeah. So it's just, if that, it's depending different. on what the album is, if the album is one of those ones, yeah. it can outweigh oh, for sure. 10 singles. Oh, for sure. I, the only hurt I had is I really wanted to give Just Blaze a year. Mm. Like, I really wanted to give him a year. What year would you have given him? <sighs> all two. What's up there? Or like all two. Was it all two? I'm trying to think back. I've got my notes somewhere. I feel like all two. What did you do in all two? I'm trying to remember here. Let me go back. I've got my notes. I was tempted to give him and Yay 01. Yeah, I had him on all one. I had him in all one. But I feel like yeah, I've got his notes here. I had him in all one and all two as honorable mention. For you. Mm. I mean, but I wanted to give him a yeah, man. Just Blaze is one. I love Just Blaze. Yeah. I, I, I didn't think Romasi would appear as much as he did, to be fair. Hey, man. Hey, man. Who knew? Man, I had to rap. I mean, clearly. You are a, you, you're, you're a Mars burger. You know what I learned? A what? A Mars burger. I don't know. You know what I learned? <laughs> Ask me what I learned. 
What did you learn? If a man can add what's Johnny J to his list, <laughs> he is capable of anything. Sick on mode. Now that is, that is sick on mode. He might be a murderer. When you add Johnny J with a straight face. That is, that is sick on mode for sure, man. Salute to Johnny you J. You probably Davis. enjoy some Johnny J tunes. I know Johnny J. He was in now. I know Johnny J is the little so white face you. So what are you talking about? Um, but it's just funny the way you added him. Added does. You added Johnny J. We balanced each other out here. Hey man. Hey man, what can I say? All lies on me. So there you go. <laughs> That's a great list, though, guys. I yeah, thought that was, that was good. Yeah. Didn't take too long. No, no, no did it? No, it didn't take too long. Because yeah, exactly. no, that was a beautiful panda panda way. Listen, man, we move. Hey. Anyway, salute to Complex for compiling that list. I think. If it's not too hard, we should reconvene and do a UK version. But starting two thousand, yeah, starting from two thousand and good. five, and five. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. We could do two thousand. Right, cool. So we could do two thousand. Yeah. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's, let's, do it. let's do it. Let's reconvene next episode. Let's do our research and let's do it. All right, facts. Now, can I ask something? Go, on. go true. No one showed up on this list more than Kanye, right? Yes. Go. Yes. <laughs> Yes. Do you know what I mean? Yes. You know when you sit down and you break it like that, like that? Yes. Bro, this guy had what? Seven out of Because I was thinking years? the same thing when I was doing my research. And he was on all the version of what the next fight. Yeah, he he appeared on at least 12 of my 32 or 13 of my 32. He's the GOAT. Bro, that's ridiculous. And that was bro. just hip hop. And that's just hip hop. He's the GOAT. He, uh, that's what I was thinking as I was reading it. As I was I doing know. my list. Over it, Dr. Dre. Yo, yes. Dr. Dre stopped appearing after the 90s. He did. He stopped appearing. He did. And I respectfully, out of the 90s, he only appeared on yeah, four of my list. It's yeah, man. And he only appeared on what? Four out of your list, Dre, respectfully. And to tie it all back to the Chief Keep conversation, Dre's a pioneer and a legend. Yeah. Kanye, he's a pioneer of sorts, but when he came true, he wasn't necessarily a pioneer. He was yeah. kind of bringing back the soul samples. Yeah. He then, then went on to become a pioneer and a legend. So, yeah, yeah. man. Can I ask you a question? Is Jermaine Defoe a legend? A Premier League legend? Yeah. I'd say so. Is Thierry Henry a legend? Thierry Henry. Yes. You see how you can comp- I can compare those two? Mm-hmm. But, One's on a much bigger scale. Mm-hmm. Yes. Cool. Then why can't it be in simple life that Jay Z is here? And I'm just saying, Chief Keith is a little old legend. He's not a on legend, the man. bottom scale. He's not a. That's the diff. The because difference he, is he's not a legend. The difference uh, is he's not. Well, a le- I'm backing Chief here in it. When you you started drill, I'm giving you your flowers. The difference Salute is he's not you, a legend. Sir. He's not a legend. Old black. Stop staring at the camera. <laughs> <laughs> I need them to understand me. No, I feel you. But uh, no, Ye is definitely the goal. Ye, yeah, as I was doing I'm, this, I'm not ready to commit to that. He's my favorite producer. I'm just not ready to say he's the goal. Fair enough. As I was doing the list, it became apparent to me he's the goal. I think he has, other than maybe like Dre, maybe Primo to an extent, some of the 90s producers, the, the, high, the longest longevity when it comes to like producing, like from 01 to now. No, if we're being respectful. Even, even before that if as well, because it was produced for the Mad Rapper as well. If we're being honest, his run is longer than Dre's. Let's be honest here. Yeah, I mean, if yeah, we're being honest, then we should probably say that. Dre didn't produce. In a, no, I mean, in the last like five years, Ye hasn't really been producing. He's had people producing. And what about Dre? What about Dre? If we're doing that conversation. I'm not talking about You see, see how, if you want to start I'm that conversation. Yeah, yeah, but just yeah, actually, like, Dre don't have those, like Dre, we, I, from what I heard. He said the that, yeah, yeah, but room. he said Ye was the greatest. Yeah, but. And he said I, that listen, from, from way back really, then up until now. I, don't so I just think, thought it was important to say. I personally think that just because you don't just make the beat yourself doesn't then kind of strike anything off your record. Then Puff it's should pretty. be higher. Yeah, yeah, he should be. He should be, but you don't have him on your list. He should be. Okay, man. Oh, you had hit money. That's his creation. Yeah, no, no, no. I just didn't remember you had them. But when does, I mean, Puff hasn't. All about the Benjamin. Anyway. Yeah, he had like what? 
How long would you say his run was? Who? Uh, Puff. Uh, from like... 90. 93, 4. Because he's doing some early Mary J stuff. I think he does some Jodeci stuff. You go from 93 to... From 93 last, to about... The last seven years? Take seven years from like 20... What was last? Popping. Remember the early 2000s? Yeah, I would. I probably would. Yeah, seven, eight years? Yeah, about seven yeah. years. Nah, longer than that, maybe. Yeah, he's got double I'll give him about a decade. I give did nah, Diddy's had about a strong decade plus. Has he? Yeah. Consistently? Not consistently, but he don't need to, that's why. Mm. I don't think anyone's been as consistent as he. Nobody. You're not gonna give me another Pudry touch. I agree. Consistent as he. Never. I feel like the consistency has now stopped. Consistency, longevity. I think, think it's stopped now. Impact. But well, do you think there are better producers than Ye? Producers just as in single standalone. Be yeah, 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 yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. But when we talk GOAT, we're just talking about consistency okay, and everything fine. else. Ye is the GOAT to me, man. Yeah. This, this list just Timberland? this list showed me. He's in my top five. He's a better producer than you. I'd say. Would you say he's more of a pioneer than you? Because we've seen people do what Ye did before him, but I don't know if we've, we ha in fact, we haven't seen anyone do what Timberland did before Timberland. Timberland started bringing in like baby sounds and shit. He really did, didn't it? This guy was producing um, hits for genuine with like baby sounds. <laughs> the fuck? Salute to genuine. <laughs> genuine. I think he definitely like, I don't know if pioneer is the right word, but he definitely introduced like a sound. Like that Missy Elliott, that early Missy Elliott sound, just the general sound. And the fact that he was like, it wasn't like samples. It wasn't just any of that stuff. I mean, it was samples, but it wasn't like chopping soul samples and looping them like mm. all these others would. Um, so in that respect, he definitely changed a lot in that respect. Ah, fuck it. We'll give him a pioneer. Why not? You don't have to. I'm just asking a question. Nah, let's give it to him. Fuck it. Off the strength of Super Duper Fly alone, he deserves it. He deserves legendary status just off that. But for me, yay, even if he isn't the greatest producer per se, in terms of actual beat making, he is the greatest producer, for sure. I agree. And this list showed it. And that's that on that. And that's that on that. Cool. Well, another episode in the books, lads. Hey, man. Indeed. God is good all the time. Good all the time. time, God is good. good. Thank you, everyone, for listening and watching. Um, any shout outs you guys want to make? Clear yeah. the soul. Happy birthday. <laughs> I mean, got yo, Queen, real quick. That mother glow is glowing. It's glowing, isn't it? Glowing. She, yeah, man. Listen, that glow is really glowing. Salute inflow. <laughs> For real. Salute man. to inflow. You want to shout out, small? No shouts. We're all good. Shout out Jermaine Defoe. Shout out to Chief Keith. Yeah. Shout out Jermaine Defoe. Shout out to Chief Keith. Always. Shout out to Jermaine Defoe, who recently retired. Legend of the game. Legend of the Premier League. Um, yeah, man, you'll be remembered, bro. I also want to shout out Triple H as well. He announced his retirement from wrestling. He's lying. Today. Um, He's lying. He had a heart attack, bro. He's got a defibrillator in his when chest. When did he have a heart attack? Like last year. Triple H? Yeah. Pain. You never heard that? Triple H had a, why would I know Triple H had a heart attack? Do you not still watch wrestling? Nah. Did. Yeah, he had a heart attack. So he, he, he formally retired today. Uh, we're recording this on oh, Friday. I and he, 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 yeah, he retired. He was shit anyway, bro. He's kind of overrated. Bro. No, oh, come. Whoa. He was slightly overrated. No, Whoa. Triple H was overrated. Greatest villain of all time. He wasn't overrated. Not to me. Greatest villain of all time. Not to me. Who is? Not to me. Me, personally. Yeah. Greatest villain. Yeah. Let's wrap up the podcast and then we'll talk about it. Oh, it's where now? Okay, cool. Wait. Hold on. Greatest villain. Him or Vince McMahon? Vince McMahon's above him. Randy. Nah. I prefer Randy Orton. No, Wrestler. I prefer Randy Orton. As, Yo, as a villain? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You're Drake, chat to your mans, bro. I'm sorry. I really think Triple H is overrated, and I'll tell you why. Nah. Or, and if we're being honest, and if we're being honest here, he blocked the black man. So what are we doing here? Like, what are we really? Yeah, keep that in the podcast now. Keep that in. No, we'll keep he, it in. He blocked the black man. Triple H blocked him. He blocked a lot of people. But who did he block? Black people. He blocked Booker. He blocked my boy The Rock. I feel like he blocked the Uso. How did he block The Rock? 
from what I heard, the rumors in the windmill, the Rock was meant to win the championship and he cop blocked the set. Legit, from what I heard, the Triple H has blocked a few people becoming champions. He low-key wore blackface as well. He wore blackface? Not as much as X-Pac though. And, these, and that, was that not his teammate? It was. Cool, one for all. It was ill-advised. I'm telling you. But that to the side. Overrated, man. Triple H, oh, we're gonna have a conversation about this one day. Triple H is severely, severely overrated. I don't care what anyone says. You're not in my top five. No way. You're not seeing my top five. You're not being a stone cold. You're not. As a villain? As anything. All right, cool. You're not better than Eddie Guerrero. We're talking just as a villain, You're not better than CM Punk. You're not better than The Rock. You're not better, come on, you're He's not better than Shawn Michaels. No, you're bugging. You're not better than Mr. Perfect. I can, get, I can really get heated here. Triple H is not all that. One little pedigree, bow, move, man. Go away, I, don't, I really don't like Triple H. Go away. <laughs> I really don't like Triple H, I swear. I sincerely don't like this brother. Really? I think he's so overrated. It's ridiculous. He's not overrated. He's not overrated. It's time to play the game. Go away, man. You're too old for that dumb uh, shit as well. Problem, he's got one of the best theme songs ever as well. I'll give you that. I mean, listen, we'll talk about it, innit? Um, also want to send an RIP to another wrestling legend, the legendary Razor Ramon, aka uh, Scott Hall, who uh, who left us this last week or this week or last week? Last week. Last week. Um, at the age of 60. Was it three? The 63? coolest brother in the world, man. 63, 64. Um, yeah, man. The, the, cool, bad, guy, the man. bad guy. You know, one of the most important wrestlers of all time. Um, you know, he, he sparked the Monday Night Wars. He sparked the whole NWO angle. Um, and yeah, man, for being the bad guy alone. Yeah, man. What was his quote? I kind of want to end on this quote as well, because it's just so great. The rhyme that he had at the Hall of Fame speech. Um, Remember someone had a great bio about Razor Ramon. Something about good guys not lasting, but bad guys do. Exactly. Was that yeah. a quote? Something like that. It was something like that. So I'm gonna get it up. I'm gonna yeah, get it up. Yeah. I'm gonna get it. I would have a great bar, including Razor Ramon. I think the bar was like, "I let tooth pick in your, I let tooth pick in your head." <laughs> Razor Ramon, which was kind of who's that? Susa. That's hard. <laughs> That's fucking hard. That's what you mean. Yeah. Hard work pays off. Dreams come true. Bad things don't last, but bad guys do. Mm. Hey man. And on that note. Thank you to everyone for listening. We'll see you soon. Take care. Stay blessed. And peace.